It's showtime. Podcasts are the best, except for when they're not. Come to think there's really just a handful that don't suck. And that's where we come in. Podcast reviews like Hollywood Commander and Doug. W-A-T-P. Hello and welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that analyzes every single Trump tweet. I'm your host, Carl. With me, as always, is Doug from the Who's Right Podcast. How you doing today, sir? I am excellent. Thanks for joining us, Doug. I'd like to remind My our pleasure. listeners that you can visit us at whoarethese.com, our Facebook page, or on Twitter at whoarethesepod. Email the show, show at gmail.com. We're always looking for new podcast suggestions. Also, if you like what you hear... Don't forget to give us a positive five-star review on iTunes. We've gotten a lot of uh, negative reviews lately. Apparently, our take <laughs> on The Vanished was not all that well-received. I'll be getting into that later. So uh, the, the people who actually do like us, please help us out with some uh, five-star reviews. Today, we'll be reviewing a podcast called The Flat Earth Conspiracy. This was a suggestion from uh, a listener named Andrew. Doug and I have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. So... Let's get into it, Doug. We have a lot to unpack. This was a three-hour-long podcast, and there are uh, multiple hosts. We had Lori Frary, who was the main host. She was the driver of the show. It seemed like her and Thomas Thompson were the main people from this Flat Earth Conspiracy group. And then we had Lawrence Wright, who sounded like a British gentleman. And finally, Jake Gibson joined the show, and uh, he's also known as the Flat Earth Asshole. Yeah, so I, I got the first thing I want to say is, Andrew, you can go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> I I have a feeling that your fans are just fucking with you now. I think so, worst. too. <laughs> <laughs> like, here's a three-hour-long podcast. Enjoy that. Like, fuck. Now, when, when you sent me the note that we're going to be doing a flat earth conspiracy, I was all excited. And you said, I, I apologize. It's a three-hour episode. I'm like, what a douchebag, man. <laughs> Seriously. We don't ever do these long podcasts, and there's a reason why. It's brutal. I apologize, man. This is this was a rough one. I listened to it at 1.5 times speed, and it still took seven and a half hours to get through. I don't even know how that's possible. Uh, so I, I'm familiar with how you do this, and you guys go back and forth. But um, so going to what you just said, you talked about the 27 hosts that they had on there. Yeah, yeah. If you could play the clip that I have marked as 1A, mm-hmm. that's that's the intro to the show, and 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 then I have a follow-up. Hi, everybody. It's Lori and Lawrence and Thomas and Jake will be here in just a minute. This is the Flat Earth Conspiracy Channel. Thank you for joining us. And hello to everybody in the chat. We are live streaming. So when I heard that, I got super excited because it took me right back to my childhood. I don't know if you're familiar with Romper Room at all. I'm not. Are you familiar with that show? No. All right. So it was a kid's show where the, the host would hold up this circle and and she would start telling names of everybody that she she could see through the circle so if you play 1b you could see why it would take me back i see justin and megan and courtney and brick and mark and rachel and sheila and caroline are all having special days and sicily and ashley and matthew and jose oh my god and i see bonnie and anthony and joe had this show was one long call out that's all it was This is just a shout out to every single fucking person. Yeah, they they had way too many people involved in the show. And what it was, was a Google Hangout. So there's a video of this. And uh, Doug, I know you'd sent me a message like you got to watch the the YouTube video. So of course I did. It's just a a Google Hangout with these people rambling on for three hours. And then they put it out as a podcast. And I'm not, I I watched it, I'd say one and a half times over over the course of two weeks, I think. Yep. Uh, I could only take 15, 20-minute segments, but uh, 
I'm not entirely sure what they were even talking about. All right, so let's get into what they were talking about because I found this (laughs) fascinating. The last couple of days, you couldn't shut me up about this. I've never (laughs) delved into the flat earth conspiracy. I don't know anything about it. I didn't know anything about it. And now I'm an expert. I, I know it all. But let me start off by playing you what every flat earther, or they call them FEs, what every FE believes. There are some agreeable opinions that nearly every flat earther has, and that is the earth is flat, it's stationary, and it's a pretty good chance it is an intelligent design. All right, so you got that, Doug? So we can all agree (laughs) the earth is not moving, it's just flat, everything's revolving around it, and God created it the way that it is. All right, Right. this is what we all agree on. Now, the premise of this show is all about there's other flat earthers who believe that the North Pole is at the middle of the flat earth and that everything else stretches out across. And then when you get to the edge, there's an ice wall. And that's the edge of the earth is this this huge ice wall that wraps around for, you know, hundreds of thousands of miles. And that's why nobody goes to Antarctica because it doesn't exist. You hit an (laughs) ice wall and that's the edge of the earth. So these guys, their whole premise is the fact that that's crazy. They're like, look, obviously the Earth is those flat. Those guys are idiots. Yeah, those those fucking people are nuts. I mean, we all know the Earth's flat, but to think that the North Pole's in the middle—that's that's just lunatic. I mean, what are they thinking? So, so I do have. Uh, uh, go ahead. How 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 did you stay on task? I mean, or did you stay on task? Did you only worry about the flat Earth conspiracy group? Or did you get into the other groups and start doing other reading? Because I, I did. I, I, start, I started doing some other reading. Yeah. How about you? Well, same thing. I wanted to read up on what they were referencing all the time. And, and it sounds like there's rival gangs within the Flat Earth group. And and she's got her opinion that the Flat Earth Society, which is the, I guess, the main group of idiots, they're, they're sent by the government. It's a to, PSYOP to operation. Uh, they're there to uh, discredit the, the real truth. They don't want it to come out. Uh, the CIA <laughs> is involved with the NSA. Yeah, exactly. This thing, it gets down a rabbit hole so fucking quick. <laughs> Gravity <laughs> times two. You're just flying down this rabbit hole. Like, whoa. I, I mean, I, I don't know how you get to this place in your life. I, I assume you have daddy issues. But this is some, This is beyond <laughs> anything I could have You're either going to become... You're either going to become a flat earther or get into porn. One of the two. That's where you end up. <laughs> You're either on the pole or you think the earth is flat. <laughs> um, so I, I want to play this clip. I, you and I both have way too many clips. This is going to right. be, there's no game shows going out today. We got too much to cover with this three hour long podcast. Um, I want to start off with this clip and this is describing, this could pretty much sum up the show for me. This is describing the fact that the earth, the, the sun you know, rises in the east, sets in the west, and then comes back up on the east again. And they're trying to explain this phenomenon because, it, like, how would that possibly happen? Um, so this is just mind-boggling. When they dreamed it up, okay, they know the sun goes comes in over here and goes out over there and mysteriously comes back over here again. The globe idea didn't even exist then. When when yeah. when they when they realized how's that happening. So they depicted it in drawings of um, the goddess Nut and Nut bent over the flat earth and the sun went in the vagina and came out the mouth. <laughs> she has a way of talking that <laughs> makes me drone out like it's my eighth grade typing oh, teacher. Yeah. <laughs> and if you watch her on the YouTube channel, her eyeballs are just darting back and forth like a fucking crazy person. I don't know what she's concentrating on, but she seems mentally disturbed. Yeah, I don't I don't know that you needed to add like a crazy person. I think that <laughs> she thinks the hair's flat. And I'm explaining she's a crazy person. I do have um this clip that I uh I sewed just because I have a feeling I'll be playing it quite a bit today. You people are idiots. Um all right, so what I want to get into the Pac-Man theory. All right. Did you did you get to this part of the show? I I, I must not have because it's not ringing up. Like I oh, said, I I okay. don't know. <laughs> okay, this this is awesome. All right, this is the Pac Man theory described, and uh, hopefully I'm not spoiling this clip. But basically, they're trying to explain that phenomenon I was just talking about, where the sun comes up in the east, sets in the west. So how is it come back up in the east again? And this is the explanation <laughs> from the flat earthers. 
we 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 didn't dream it up and we didn't even come up with the term for pac-man it's just a, a descriptive thing that everybody in our modern age can understand when pac-man goes off one side of the screen it immediately comes back in on the other that's where it came from there's nothing goofy about it it's just a way to describe a phenomenon that we don't Lord. understand. Science doesn't understand. Science doesn't understand why the sun <laughs> comes up. <laughs> so it's the Pac-Man theory. It just when it goes off one way, it automatically warps to the other side of the world and comes back up again. And they don't have any way to explain it. I mean, science doesn't even understand it. <laughs> so I, I pulled like like you said, I pulled a, a shit ton of clips myself. Yeah. Um, and I think now would be a good time. She is a great speaker. You know, she can convince anybody to do anything. <laughs> okay. Um, so if you, if you were to pull, let, let's just say pick one at random. Let's go with um, <laughs> number 18. All right, number 18. Dig up as many compar com comparable, comparable <laughs> photo images. You know, all right. She's a terrible <laughs> broadcaster. And it, it's, it's really funny because typically – I would get way into all the mouth noises she makes. There's a lot of lip smacking and just a lot of nonsense. But I stayed away from that because she's talking about how the earth is flat. So I thought that was more interesting. <laughs> However, I did pull this clip that um, is also just uh, another example of terrible broadcasting. I call it Lori fucking sucks. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. And then let's put them in, uh, in, um, you know, White goddess dresses and um, what's his name? Gosh, Don. Oh, wah, ha. <laughs> I mean, there's just too much content. This yeah. is another show that I, every single part I could have clipped. And it's three hours long. There wasn't a part that wouldn't be interesting to listen to and analyze. You know, and, and listening to your show, I've I've heard you guys say that. You know, there there's too much to clip or whatever. Yeah. And and this is exactly what i i think you guys go through is it you could have just put the whole three hour shit show that they put together put it out as your show and and just said okay this is a fucked up show it's horrible you know honestly uh, what we could have done and kevin and i experimented with this very early on we could have done like an mst3k thing just let this run in the background and make comments as it goes <laughs> because but it, the problem is, is that it's just a, such a fucking boring conversation they ex over explained like the most basic things but it, honestly every single part is, is ridiculous everything you can you can make a comment on hey, so uh, I, I was having a hard time focusing on the whole flat earth part I'm sure um i was more focused on the the show itself okay um and so that's where a lot of my clips come from. Like number seventeen, I, I I think if this was to sum up my view of the show, it's it's number seventeen. Um, Paul Kofo has taken beautiful Star Trail uh, photography and videography from. Um, dang it. <laughs> So you're focused. Good. This is good. You're way more focused on the fact that this is just a terribly produced show. And I'm more focused on the fact that these people think the earth is fucking flat. So I think this is going to be a good yin and yang that we have going today. Um, I, I do want to play uh, a clip where this guy, the, the guy that they have on here who's a, a guest that they're very excited about, Jake, um, he goes on and explains that this show might be better if they decide to, like, I don't know, edit it. I would just one recommendation. You guys do these long hangouts to where then it's three, four hours. People automatically go, nope, not going to watch. And then your, your, or your information is spread out throughout this long, long, long video. So I would recommend even going back and taking the clips of you got your best stuff and then compiling it together. No shit, Sherlock. No shit. No shit, Sherlock. No fucking shit, Sherlock! That was the No Shit Sherlock drop of the day, brought to you by Casper Nat Mattress. Yeah, Doug, I mean, the stuff that you're playing is so easily editable. Like, just take that shit out. You're, Look, you're putting I, out I've a got podcast. Some, I've, got some, I've got a great follow-up to what you just played. If you play my 14, it's yeah. perfect. It, it goes with it. Um, I would be happy to compensate anyone who... There you go. Uh, Jake, you'd be perfect to take these videos, these two, three years of videos with some 
really awesome information, download them, edit them for content, make little short clips out of them, and uh, send me the clips. Or let me, you know, tell you what to title them and blah, blah. <laughs> so oh I did God. some quick math. That's yeah. 468 hours worth of video to go through for her. <laughs> what do you think she pays for that? You think that's like a 20 spot or something? What do you think I can make if I uh, were to do that for her? I promise you it's not enough. <laughs> Holy shit. This woman, and she explains that. Yeah, you know, editing would be a good idea. I just don't have the time. You know, I have, I have a full-time job. I'm like, who the fuck is employing this lunatic? Yeah, I, Where does uh, she again, work? If you Go to my number 20. All right. All right. Well, it's not about easy. It's about time. I don't have any time, so I'm going to have to pay for somebody's really, time. Yeah, it comes down to time. Yeah. You got you time think? to sit behind the mic for three fucking hours I a know. day or however. There, there are times that go by. So you, you got these other, uh, these other jokers. So Thomas Thompson is this guy who looks like one of those dudes you'd see on the conspiracy documentaries. Like, he's got the long white beard and probably doesn't groom himself all that much or shower. He th- There's like an hour that goes by that he doesn't even say anything. He's just hanging out there. Like, these people have nothing going on in their lives. <laughs> Go to um, number four. I think that's the guy that you're talking about. He okay. sounds like he's calling from the space station, actually. Okay, yep. Well, I was the same way when I was a yeah, when I was a kid, uh, I was telling Lori earlier, uh, my dad was a 32nd degree uh, mason uh, and a shriner. He had the really expensive they, they spend... rings and all the gold instruments, and we went to Washington. <laughs> yeah. So they spend a lot of time talking about the shriners and the masons. I thought the shriners were the people that rode around at the parades on the little motorcycles. <laughs> I think they are. <laughs> so um, I, I have a question I want to pose to you because she asked this and I, I don't know the answer. This okay. whole everything's Freemason thing. How many Freemasons do you think actually run the world? Uh, seven? Seven. That was my answer. Was it seven. was a seven. All right. All right. So there's seven <laughs> Freemasons running the world. Now, now we know. All right, very good. Uh, so they, there's a good chunk of this three hours that they spend going to Masons and shills and all that shit. Yeah. And then, what a and then shill they talk. Their, yeah. Then they put their disclaimer in there. Yeah. Number five, if you want to play that. So, yeah. So when we speak on Masonry, we are not in any way insinuating as a common lodge Mason is in any way involved in it. Yeah, we know. <laughs> no one thinks that you're involved in any other organization. We're, we're pretty sure that you're not speaking on behalf of anyone else. We get it. And then and then this guy, my clip three, this guy jumps in every once in a while. And, and I'm trying to give everybody an idea of what it is that we listen to. Mm-hmm. So, so if you play number three. I used to go in the Freemasons free when I was a kid for asking for a penny for the guy, you know, for Guy Fawkes night we used to go in. Uh, we used to wait outside the bingo hall next door to it. To, if anybody had a good win on the bingo, they'd give us some money for Penny for the guy when I was about eight years old. But, <laughs> yeah. Shut the fuck up. I don't know what you're saying. Well, he's an expert on Freemasons because when he was a kid, he would hang out outside of where they got together and were playing bingo. So he knows everything about the fucking Illuminati because he was hanging out. Okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, they, they have a, nothing to say and all day to say it. Some people have gotten to the point of, you know, yawn, snore. Can't you guys talk about something else? <laughs> yep. That's the point I've gotten to. <laughs> Nailed it. Here's a clip that I labeled, this is correct. And this is actually the smartest thing that's said during the entire show. Y'all are just in a cult. And, uh, y- you know, you just, it's an echo chamber and you all just repeat it after each other. None of you people have actually done any personal research. You just repeat, repeat the same brainwashed thing. You're just brainwashed again. Check out the big brain on bread. <laughs> smart motherfucker. That's right. I guess she was being sarcastic, but uh, she actually nailed it for a second there. Uh, Doug, I want to get into uh, one of the first things that they talk about on the show is how high is the sun? Now, this is a conversation I've never had in my life. I don't and, think and of the, the sun as they being... were going to describe it. They were going to describe it without using math, if I remember correctly. So, <laughs> this, this is so amazing. This guy comes out. This is the, the British guy, uh, Lawrence. And he says, all right, 
I have figured out, I have a Facebook video. I'm going to play it for you guys. I figured out how high the sun is. And so here's uh, the introduction to that. Okay, so I'll read it out. How high is the sun? I think I now have the most reliable answer to this question. All right, so how high is the sun? Here is the answer that, uh, that he comes up with. You know, the distance from C to B, which is A, and the answer is 1,998.142 miles. So call it 2,000 miles. Um, and that's been on the Facebook page a couple of days, and uh, uh, nobody's been able to find any, any fault with that train of thought. You people are idiots! <laughs> Isn't that like Florida to California? <laughs> yes, yes. That's exactly right. <laughs> I mean, that sounds fair. So according to their math, I'm pretty sure that commercial airlines every now and then hit the sun by mistake. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, it was just coming up. And I didn't realize it was right there. The way that they came up with this is... He's trying to use the Pythagorean theorem, which is uh, a squared plus b squared equals c squared, which is how you figure out the length of the sides of a triangle, a right triangle. So he's saying that if the sun is directly overhead during the summer solstice and you measure the length uh, from the uh, that area, whatever that's called, to the North Pole, then you'll create a right angle and you can calculate the whole thing. And uh, this is just mind-boggling because later in the show, the other dummy confirms that this is perfectly solid math. <laughs> Your math is absolutely right on this. There's no question about it. Your math is absolutely correct according to a squared equals b squared equals, or a squared plus b squared equals c squared. We know that the numbers are correct. You are stupid. So uh, I, I don't want to get into a whole fucking math class right now, Doug, but they don't have two of the sides. They don't know. They they know the difference, the distance from one spot to the to the North Pole, and that's the only thing they know. And yet they're able to calculate out that it's two thousand miles in the sky is where the sun is, and they're all like, "Math checks out. Can't argue with that." I mean, what the fuck? It's obviously two thousand miles. And then this guy, after explaining the height of the sun, decides to fucking double down and talk about how high the moon is. Um, and the same exercise could be done to determine the height of the moon you've just got to gather the data i haven't had time to look at that yet um, but i would estimate that the moon is 50 to 100 miles beneath the height of the sun uh-oh retard alert <laughs> retard alert class so according to this guy yeah. the, the sun and the moon are 50 miles apart do you know <laughs> do you know how hot the sun is do you, how is that fucking possible the moon all right you I know, that's I don't think my, I have to explain. I don't this know thing. that I ever heard. Did they ever get into anything about how hot they think the sun is? Or it's it's like when you leave a flashlight on for an hour. That's how hot the sun is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck they think is going on here. Um, this is actually where the guy. What's what's great is that they have no self awareness. So they talk about the people who believe in flat Earth differently than they do, and they they're like these people are fucking lunatics. Um, and there's just a, a lot of this. Like I can't believe these guys don't get it. Um, here's an example of uh, this guy, Jake, talking about how it's not so crazy when you already know that the sun is flying across the sky. Crazy enough that every day that the sun is up there, stays up there and goes across the sky. Like, isn't that crazy enough? So then when you say, oh, it doesn't go in a circle and then somehow it starts over again. Whoa, that's too crazy. <laughs> it's not crazy that there's something up there. All right, so... Listen, dummy, the sun is not up there. It's not flying across the sky. He's like, I mean, it's already mind-boggling. This thing's flying across the sky. That's, that's not how that works at all. You, you made that up. I, I think that might have been during the discussion when they when they would go back and forth talking about uh, Flat Earth Society. Yeah. Uh, if you play clip eight, yeah. they, they talk a little bit about what Flat Earth, Flat Earth Society is trying to do to them to shut them down because they're the truthers. Right, okay. So they click on Flat Earth Society, which we all agree that it is controlled opposition. <laughs> right, right. Yep. And and she's fully aware that everybody that listens to her show is fucking stupid because anytime she uses a word, she explains it. So if you if you click number nine. Meaning opposition research means whatever you believe, go look at what the other people who don't believe what you believe are saying about what you believe. 
<laughs> right, we ah. get it. We get, we, we get what the research part of that is. Oh, and then boy. and then she follows it up again with uh, my number ten when she's explaining to her audience what words mean. When you are trying to do consensus building, consensus means we all agree on something. <laughs> <laughs> this show could be way shorter if they didn't explain what words meant. <laughs> I feel like we could have gotten through this in like an hour and a half, maybe we could have just flown right through. Holy shit! Doug, you're on a roll. Let's let's keep going. What else you got? Uh, we'll we'll go to uh, one of the things. I and I went back like three times. There was a conversation going on between her and one of her fifteen guests, and one of them got on a roll about something, and then she jumps in with number six just right. to stop the the conversation. Okay, um, just for everybody, on. hold on, yeah. hold on, just one second, please, um, for everybody in Hangout are in the chat waiting for we're waiting for Jake to join. He's having some difficulties getting the link to work. So um, we're working on it, but he'll, he'll be with us shortly. Hopefully. All right. Ahead, Lawrence. I, I, I want to, uh, it's funny when she interrupts these people, because you can tell they've been doing this so long. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah, we get it. We get it. You're going to go through your fucking map thing again. Okay. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. Stop it. Because the one guy just, the, the British guy just loves, showing maps and talking about maps and this this airplane it's so funny like if the flat earth were true the way that the flat earthers think that the north pole's in the middle and you were flying from london to sydney you would fly over the north pole because that's a more direct flight but that's not how they do it they fly through dubai which proves that the flat earthers who think that the fucking earth is flat with the north pole in the middle are wrong it's like well yeah it also supports the fact that it's a globe and that that's the way that's the quickest I, everything that they were disproving with the other flat earthers also supports the fact that we're on a fucking spinning ball anyway her uh, her uh explanation of that you, you were talking about the maps the a map yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. number seven of, of mine kind of gets into that okay uh, a couple of years ago when we started this there were a handful of people who knew that the ae map was wrong now there are probably tens of thousands of flat earthers, maybe more, who fully know that the AE has problems. Well, it's more than just problems, but let's just go with it has problems. <laughs> She's an idiot. <laughs> and let's just throw in there, it's the best we've got. <laughs> okay, that, that by the way, what we just played there, and I apologize, we're... 28 minutes into our show we finally played that this is the whole premise of this entire show is the fact that this map has problems and the the name of the episode is like 33 reasons why it's incorrect or something like that everything they talk about is why that map is wrong which is obviously very easy to come up with because it is wrong that's not how the earth is and if i'm not mistaken the ae map is the globe projected onto a flat map is that correct exactly coming from the top down from the north pole and then wrapping everything out yep okay um yeah so it's like i said you know that i never was fully aware of what was going on for this whole three hours i know there was somebody that was supposed to come on that i don't think he ever did um i i it's titled 33 things that are wrong with the ae map and i don't know that they ever said one i mean i i know there was no list no, and it was she, just and three she hours says, of it's not happened. really a list. We just wanted to use the number 33 so the Freemasons <laughs> would freak out. And Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Doug, if we tried to really figure out what was going on here, our show would be eight hours long. So we just got to keep <laughs> plowing through. Uh, you were talking about how this guy Jake was having technical issues. Again, if you're going to make a show and you're going to do a podcast – there are a lot of things that you can leave out that the listeners don't care about. This is this woman, Lori, explaining the technical issues that Jake is having. And I apologize in advance for the length of this. Um, he's trying to get in here. I've sent him multiple invoca invitations, both through here and to his phone, to his email and um, his app is boring. Keeps telling him get started and when he tries to click through he's downloaded the app for hangouts again and he says it won't um 
it won't cl click through because it says that this is <laughs> offline or his phone is offline. I'm not exactly sure which is which is the problem. That's fascinating. Please go on. Why the fuck does she decide what? she has to explain every single thing that's going on? Yeah, Jake's still having issues uh, getting on the show. So anyway, you know, just keep it moving. She has no idea how to keep anything moving. In fact, and, and this I'm, is an example. I'm not exaggerating. I think three hours of, so this is a three-hour show, yeah. and there's probably a good 40 minutes of her constantly trying to connect with this character oh, that yeah. doesn't exist. Jake joins the show at the 38-and-a-half-minute mark, <laughs> and this is an example of the awesome podcasting because she's the host. She's the one that's keeping things moving. Here's how she does that. So that's you guys carry on. Talk about whatever you want. Jake sent me four messages. I'm going to see what's going on here. She's got too much going on to fucking handle talking on the show and reading messages from Jake. Even though these other guys go on for seven minutes at a time about fucking maps and about the Pythagorean theorem and whatever the fuck else they're talking about. She's like, all right, she's all flustered. All right, guys, just just, just talk talk about whatever you want. I, I got I to gotta get back to this text I just got. Oh, I, I, I really enjoy when she starts trying to convince you that the earth is flat or, or whatever. And like I said earlier, she has such a way with words. I mean, it's magical. <laughs> uh, if you play if you play my number 16, there's a good example of her starting one thought and you can tell halfway through it. It's like she starts getting 15 second spaces between her words and then she just takes a hard left and runs off the fucking cliff. So uh, Thomas. When you and and I'm I'm going to ask all three of you guys this: When you recently saw the, I think there was a BBC and an NBC or ABC local <laughs> affiliate at the conference. Oh man, fuck! It's so difficult to listen to. <laughs> um, but it, that actually brings up something that I wanted to talk about. They talk about this BBC special about flat earthers. And they are not happy about it. This is their response to uh, how that um, documentary or whatever it was made them look. Edited that up, like you said. They went. They found that guy named Happy. Happy the clown. Like you know, happy the ha happy yeah, traveler. They zoom in on his shoes. They zoom in on his shoes. They zoom in on the fact that he's living out of his car, right? Mm -hmm. And then they pair that up with Mark Sargent, who of course has the AE map and says, "We don't. It could be this dimension." for all we know you know what i mean so and then he says he escaped from a mental asylum so i love that they have this guy happy the clown who's a flat earther they zoom in on his clown shoes that's fucking amazing i gotta, I gotta go watch this documentary um but not to be missed Lori hears this and she's like well let's not start motherfucking happy the clown so she she comes to his defense well and in in defense of happy he is a real guy. This is the way he chooses to dress. He did go to the conference. He does probably, you know, either live in his car or has a lot of his belongings in his car. <laughs> in Happy's defense, he's a homeless clown. He, you know, I mean, what's so know, wrong with in that? In Happy's defense, he probably lives in a van down by the river. <laughs> I know. What's so wrong? Are we going to start piling out this poor guy who dresses like a clown and is homeless? What's what's so crazy about that? I mean, let he was without sin cast the first stone. What are we talking about? So as, as a, a, a podcaster... Uh, yes. And I, I'm sure you had to have picked up on this. This number 15 is when I lost my shit. Okay. We have over 2 million listens and downloads <laughs> on Hipcast and iTunes um, of, of our shows. The, the example is, and, and they're not even seeing anything. It's just an M, you know, an MP3 or whatever. And <laughs> that's crazy. You get that many on, on there holy <laughs> shit so um doug i have to play this clip because this was the thing that pissed me off i'm not going to admonish you for your language but we try to keep language to emit bad language to a minimum because this goes out to millions of people that listen on <laughs> podcasting and it's a little more grating on their ears than it is when you're watching it live so just throwing that out there um, I can't believe these people think millions of people are listening to this show. I can't believe that she thinks the word fuck is more grating on my ear than her <laughs> nonsense. 
<laughs> well, so she she mentions that because Jake, the new guy, doesn't know that you can't swear. And then this happens a little bit later. Yeah, and, then, and then Matt labeled me Jake the fake. And so since it rhymes and people don't have anything, they go, Jake the fake. I'm like, dude, I'm the most real motherfucker. Hey, hey, channel. hey. Sorry. Sorry. She's like, we're, we're going to lose people. If we start saying motherfucker, <laughs> not that we're talking about that the earth is flat. My, my clip 13 is is her talking about what all the flat earthers need to do to work together. Okay, yeah. I'm calling for a, 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 a common ground that if we were to, in, you know, boycott's a big word, ignore, not use, um, pass on, putting up maps and models in our talks, videos, hangouts, websites, blogs, interviews with media, then no one, no one would have any problems. No division would occur that I can, that I can see because that's where it's all focused on. So I am, I am an advocate of, of, men and women being equal and all that, sure. right? And and I am not for people hitting women, with her being the exception. <laughs> where, where, okay, where is this going? Um, I, I have a, a clip that I think goes along with this. It's hard to say because I have so many goddamn clips and right. I can only write so many notes. But this is going along that route again because she's. they are trying to bring everybody together. Like there's flat others who are lying about shit. You got to stop lying about stuff. Let's all come together. And you start talking to people about you know, they say, well, what keeps the water from flowing off the edge? Ha ha. Best question always ever. You really don't need to say anything other than there is no edge or I don't know. Okay. Now let's try to get an answer from someone who's not a complete retard. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me that these guys are so gung ho. They've got it all figured out. And let's talk about why flat earthers are flat earthers, Doug, because this is some of the research I've been doing, and I understand this better than I ever have before. The problem Please they explain. have, yeah, the problem they have with the science as it's been explained to them is that the Earth is traveling like 11,000 miles per hour through space and at the same time is rotating. And they say, I don't feel it rotating. It doesn't seem like we're going 11,000 miles per hour. It feels like we're not moving at all. So that must be bullshit. So they have decided that the earth is just a flat, still, uh, God-created structure. They also think that it's lunacy to think that there's a, a building in Manhattan and then another building in Hong Kong, both sticking straight up, but sticking out opposite directions of this ball <laughs> they even make this point they're like if you're an ant crawling on a basketball and you're on the bottom you know you're on the bottom but for some reason on earth you always feel like you're on the top that can't be like holy shit yeah that's why I don't, you guys they don't think, think they they don't think gravity is a thing no they don't they don't believe in gravity they don't think mass has anything to do with gravity so, they, but they going back to your original it. question so what i'm curious about it <laughs> and this is a real question okay what let's just say we take them everything what they say is as truth or gospel whatever but why what's the end game so you have a, the biggest <laughs> I have conspiracy ever yeah yep. um every pilot anybody that's ever been on a plane astronauts the government all governments it's the only thing that all governments across the world can agree on mm -hmm. is we're going to keep the truth from the people that's, what's that, the, that's exactly what's the what they ending? think. That's exactly what they think. And this is great because, again, this this uh, Thomas Thompson, whose name sounds like it's straight out of The Simpsons. Thomas Thompson says this at the end, which I thought was just perfect. Because here's the thing. A flat earth is a way for us to break the system and start a whole new world. So we're going to break the system, man. <laughs> They're not going to keep us down anymore with this bullshit. Yeah, that, that's what's the most insane part about it is that this conspiracy runs so deep that China's in on it, Russia's in on it, the U.S. is in on it. Every single government who don't get along in any other way are all in on this crazy notion that our planet's exactly like every other planet and is a round ball. Hey, and I, I'm assuming you've flown before, right? Of course. 
uh, when you're up there, you can, can't you see the curvature of the earth? Cause I, I swear I've seen it. They say over and over again that there's no curvature of the earth. And when you look out the, the plane window, if you do see a little curvature, they actually have created the window to morph the view. <laughs> ah. And I swear to God, there was something that I was reading. It was, it was an FAQ on one of these websites that said that they did that from the very beginning of commercial flights in order to drum up business, to get more people to fly. It's like, really? <laughs> That's, anyway. Um, all right, so <laughs> this was, I thought, this was very interesting. Uh, Lori throws out something that she's, after all this crazy shit that's being said, she's not sure whether she should say this or not. You know, I was thinking about something really strange yesterday. I don't even know if I should even say it, but I'm going to. All right. So, Doug, can you guess? We've been talking about the flat Earth and the fact that the sun is 2,000 miles in the sky and rotates around us. Can you guess what is so crazy she's not even sure if she should say it? I'm going to assume that she banged Michael Jackson. Close. <laughs> Are there any blind flat earthers? <laughs> whoa! <laughs> she just came up with that like, whoa, mind blown. Is there a blind flat earther? Here is the follow-up to that thought because this conversation goes on for a while. You know, the spinning and the vortexing and the flying and all that stuff, okay? Uh, but... If, if you're blind, you go outside and you go, hmm, I have heightened senses. I don't feel any spinning. I don't even feel a wind, the air moving, okay? I don't feel it in my body. I don't feel anything. I feel when I'm moving when I'm on a ship. I feel when I'm moving when I'm sitting in a car. This is literally how these people think. They're saying that the blind, we could get on board with this right away because they'll totally get it. Like, could you imagine if we're going 11,000 miles per hour right now? There's no way. And the white people would be like, well, yeah, you're right. Because I, I understand my senses better than you do. And there's no... Doug, all right, going back to flying again. You've flown in airplanes, right? Yeah. You know you're going 500 miles per hour, correct? Yeah, because you can feel it. Because <laughs> you does it feel like you're going... Is your face, like, melting back as you're going 500 <laughs> miles per hour? If you were on a motorcycle going 500 miles per hour, it'd be a little bit different, right? So if you're on yeah, a, so a larger thing and you're sitting there, you don't really feel like you're going 500 miles per hour. Imagine if you're on a giant planet and you're traveling. Maybe we should have started this show out a little differently because I <laughs> yeah. sure in the fuck don't hope that you feel that you have to explain this to me. <laughs> good point. I guess I was explaining it to our listeners who might be going, wait a second, these guys have a lot of good points. I'm going to stop listening to WTP and start listening to these flat earthers. These guys are smart. Um, again, this is just a clip of their lack of self-awareness. The point is, is that it takes courage to speak out. Now, if you speak out just to say some stupid thing, okay, then that's not really courage, except in your little micro world. Hello, exactly. Are, are they serious? Are they fucking trolling us? They, they must be, right? This, this can't be real that they're talking about. You know, some people are just making up nonsense and then going out and putting it on shows. But I don't like those people. Like, wait, wait, what? Really? One of the things that she said that I could really, really connect with, and this was probably about hour two, uh, was my number 11. Lawrence and I and Thomas and people like us are not going to go away. We're not going to stop stop talking about it. Unfortunately, I think that's true. I know. True. They just keep going on and on. And they they're not even they're going gonna, away in this episode. They're going to talk about it. They're going to continue to talk about it, but they never discussed anything. No. I mean, there, there was no point to walk away from there thinking, you know, this is this is something that I can grasp onto. It was a bunch of fucking crazy people talking for three hours about nonsense. There was a 20-minute conversation around the company that created the map they were looking at and the <laughs> fact that this other company put their name on a map that was created by another company. I'm like, is this even here or there? Who gives a shit? And this guy was going on and on about it. He must have spent weeks researching this. That the, the crazy host had a, a, a way about her voice that it, it just drove me nuts. My number two is, it's like a ba 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 
Oh, fuck. And picture her eyes darting back and forth as she's doing this. Number 33 is always associated with the Freemasons. And uh, it's like if you say the word 33, you're a shill. And it's gotten to the point of being kind of crazy dogma because not everybody's a Freemason, not everybody's a shill. Yeah, that was the clip that we played last week to tease this one. And that's right off the bat. She starts doing this sing-songy thing about Freemasons and shills. I was like, oh boy, we're in for it. (laughs) It's going to be a good one. Here's um, a clip that I call Awesome Back and Forth. And this is just, you can tell how well acquainted these people are with each other. Okay, Lawrence. Yeah, I'm just going I want to ask Jay. you, I, okay, I wanted to ask you the same question before we moved on. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, about, I mean, about uh, height. <laughs> okay, go ahead, yeah. Lawrence, do your thing. Which one is yeah. it going to be? Well, Answer the question. Do the thing. <laughs> Let me just tell you about what I thought about it. Yeah, well, it was okay. d- d- deliberate. <laughs> and this is not their first episode. They, they have done a lot of these. They talk a lot about the AE map. And, uh, yeah, they have uh, very little chemistry, I think you could say. As I said earlier, they they have 468 hours of experience <laughs> right. broadcasting. No shit. You'd think they'd be a little bit better at it by now. but so. And just in case you decide to take it out of post, I... I I would like to go back and tell your listener that suggested this to go fuck himself because this <laughs> sucked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, I haven't had this much fun with show content in quite some time. And we've gotten beat up in the past, people commenting like, you're not even making fun of the podcast, you're making fun of the content of the podcast. Well, it's like, well, yeah. Isn't that what the podcast is all about, the content of it? I think it's ridiculous that you would do a three-hour show about how some flat earthers are dumber than other flat earthers. <laughs> Sorry. I, I think that's ridiculous. Um, speaking of flat earthers, do you know there's celebrity flat earthers that are out there? I have heard, but I don't know any offhand. All right. So this is a clip from a whole other show. This is our buddy Shaquille O'Neal. What did you make of the Kyrie stuff? I don't. It's, it's true. The, 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 what? Uh, the earth is flat. Shaq, what are you talking about? The earth is flat. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's yes, not. Yes, it is. No, Listen, it's not. There's three ways to manipulate the mind. What you read, what you see, and what you hear. Okay. Conspiracies. I drive from coast to coast, and this is flat to me. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, that's I, the dumbest I, thing no, you've I ever don't. said. I drive from it's Florida. It's the dumbest thing you've ever said. I drive from Florida to California all the time, and it's 92, flat to me. I 92 not, podcasts, and that's the dumbest thing you've ever said. You, I do not and go, that's a high bar to get over. I do not go up and down in a 360-degree angle and all me? that stuff about gravity. Have you looked outside of Atlanta lately and seen all these buildings? So you mean to tell me that China is under us? He is not joking. <laughs> this is literally how flat earthers think. They're like, how could you possibly think the world is round? I drove like 200 miles and it was flat the entire time. Like, holy shit. You know, I, I was turned on to a, another podcast and I thought about pulling the clips for this show. And I, I just didn't know if that was within scope or not. But there's no uh, rules here, Doc. <laughs> uh, well, there, there, there's a, another show out there called the Tom and Steve show. Are you familiar with that show? Oh, yeah, yeah. Thomas. I haven't listened to it, but I am familiar. Uh, so like three episodes back, Tom came out as a flat earther. No shit. And yeah, the last half hour of the show is probably the best half hour podcast you will ever hear in your life because it's like inside the mind of a madman. His, his co-host ends up leaving and, and just ha- throws up, has, has enough. But oh, do, you think it, do you think it's legit or do you think it's a, uh, a gag they're doing? No, no, no. He, it is legit. Yeah, really? he is fucking nuts <laughs> really all right well that that could be a uh, suggestion for a, a future episode yeah but it's got to be that episode if you're okay. going to do it so i just wanted to point this out they talk a lot about how they get a lot of people calling them names because they're flat earthers and they're so out there so here's a clip about that and um you know they've called me a tranny they've called lawrence a cross dresser <laughs> i mean the whole the whole nine yards what does that have to do with flat earth or what we're saying? I just want to say, Doug, that I'm not going to call her a tranny. I'm not going to call them cross-dressers. I'm just going to call them idiots. You know, let's just keep <laughs> yeah. it to what we could honestly say is very true. Yeah, so at, 
it's funny because if, if somebody walks up to me and says, hey, I'm just letting you know that I'm I'm transitioning from a man to a woman. Yeah. Fair enough. You live your life the way you want to. Sure. If somebody comes up and says, hey, I'm a flat earther, I'm going to say, you stay the fuck away from my kids, you freak. <laughs> no kidding. I'd be like, this is the worst parent-teacher conference I've ever had. <laughs> I want you out of my life. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a lot scarier than someone who's decided that they don't feel comfortable in their own body. When you say, oh, by the way, also, I'm a lunatic who thinks crazy thoughts. Like, oh, okay, well, that's that's going to be a problem. We're going to get you some help. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, all right, Doug. Looks like you got a couple more clips here. We are running way over, so uh, let's, yeah. Let's uh, so bust I, through I, here. I, I think the only one I want to play is number nineteen, and okay. I don't know how to crowbar this into the conversation. I just thought it was funny. Okay. I I, I would love to talk to you more about that because you you know how to do that. I think. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really easy actually. <laughs> okay. So I. I <laughs> I don't know if you remember if you ever had a speak and spell as a kid. Yeah, I uh, I'm probably a little bit too old for the speak and spell, but I, I do remember these. So play that, play that. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Google Hangouts <laughs> definitely turned that dude into a speak and spell for a little bit. That's a good observation. Yeah. Yeah, between the uh, romper room reference and speak and spell, I was taken back to my childhood, and I just want to thank her for this. <laughs> I pulled this one ISO that I think is important to play. This is a very serious show. All right, let's keep that in mind, guys. We're not here to have fun. This is a very serious show. <laughs> you people are idiots. Well, Doug, I appreciate it. I know that was not an easy task to go through and listen to that whole show and pull clips from it. It was uh, fun content, but goddamn, if that was like 45 minutes, that would have been a lot easier to get through. So, yes, absolutely. I, I appreciate you joining us. Um, I want to take some time to read some recent customer reviews, as they call them, on our iTunes page. We've been getting a lot of reviews lately, and I think it has to do with uh, the Vanish podcast we did last week. That's a very popular show. And so people are finding us because they're looking for the Vanish podcast. And lo and behold, they're not huge fans of what we're doing <laughs> when making fun of the show that they like. Um, the first one is from January 6, 2018 from Dumbo Circus. And the title is Harsh Critiques Coming from a Bad Place, One Star. And I don't know how this happens, but this I've already read this one on the show, even though it's brand new. I don't know if this person submitted it again or if iTunes had like a... Y2K glitch or what's going on, but this is a, uh, a whole thing about how we're dicks and um, we're obviously bad people, so I don't need to get into that. Uh, the next one is from January 2nd. Unbelievably disappointing, one star. All right. <clears throat> it's sad you can't find anything else to discuss than bashing other podcasts. Let me stop right there. Did I not talk about the worst Van Halen song? Come on. <laughs> Um, all right, getting back to it. The world is full of topics, yet you are unable to create your own content and resort to undermining and attacking other shows. If you hate so many podcasts, why subject yourself to listening? <laughs> That's actually a great question. Um, I should ask myself that same question because I will never get back the time I wasted listening to the show. By the way, making fun of missing persons and their families is absolutely deplorable. Who does that? Obviously, you do. <laughs> So uh, definitely someone who listened to our version of uh, Vanish, and we're not thrilled with that. There, there, there was a couple cringy moments on there, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Fair enough. Um, all right. So, let's, well, listen, we're not for everyone. That's for sure. We're not everyone's <laughs> cup of tea. Uh, this next one's also from January 2nd. It is called Disgusting One Star. And then they say, uh, they suggested that most missing girls are probably prostitutes. I don't think I ever suggested that. I don't think Andy did either, but uh, whatever. They said that a missing girl's mental illness would have made her attractive if she wasn't so fat. All right, I'm guilty of that. They called her, fa <laughs> <laughs> they called her family members boring, depressed assholes. They complained that missing person cases were not entertaining enough. They assumed that if a podcaster is a woman, that she must be a bored housewife. This show is vile and disgusting. I want to put that on a t-shirt. That's amazing. That is our new show description. I'm, so gonna, I'm, I'm curious. Steal then, that. So you guys did say all those things. So when, when somebody has a, a child that's missing yeah. and you, you say they're boring, do you expect them to be on their front porch like juggling and shit while they're talking to the reporter? <laughs> 
That's a good point. I guess I haven't thought it all the way through. That's a real good point. So wait, you're telling me that these are real people and not just a made-up thing that's uh, on a show? Oh, okay. You've opened my eyes, Doug. <laughs> um, all right, this is the next one. is from January 1st. Concept up for grabs, one star. If someone could take this concept and make a good podcast with it, I'd listen. But this show <laughs> picks low-hanging fruit as far as comedy goes. It's not smart or quick. They reuse the same jokes. So I have to assume they simply don't have anything better to offer. After you listen to two episodes, you can pretty much predict where they're going to go next, and it makes it decidingly not entertaining. It's sloppy, and they take big swings and miss more often than hit. I like that. We take big swings and miss more often than hit. Uh, roasting is supposed to be fun, and this is not. If you like your comedy boring and repetitive, this is your show. That's another line I'm definitely taking for our show. If you like your comedy boring and repetitive, W-A-T-P. Uh, if you are clever and funny and looking for a podcast idea, take this one and I'll be your first subscriber. All right. So, hey, at least I got one thing going for me, Doug. I came up with a good concept. It, so I don't know if you've paid attention to our show on Twitter at all, but we used one of the phrases from your show when you reviewed our show. What was and that? that's that's become the motto of our show now: the dry prison hand job of podcasts. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, I mean, th this is a great place to. Uh, I, I can say a lot about WATP and how vile and disgusting we are, but it's coming from me, so it doesn't mean anything. But if it's coming from a third party, that's validation. Uh, this next one is just called vile. Uh, this is from January first. That kitty cat Matt says vile one star, and then the whole description is just the word gross. And then the next one is from December 31st, uh, Bad Strategy, one star. And uh, this person says, good luck trashing the very community you're trying to attract. Quite the exercise in dumb. And I just want to point out real quick, I'm not trying to attract other podcasts to like our podcast, obviously. There's no <laughs> way other podcasts be like, all right, look at these guys. They're trashing all of us. This is awesome. I expect most other podcasts to hate us. So that's not my strategy, and it would be a bad strategy. I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, after that, we have from December 31st, a much-needed contrarian voice in an era of too much content from Do The Bit. Five stars. So thank you, Do The Bit. We need more of these, uh, these five-star reviews. And while I'm talking about reviews, Doug... Bear with me. I want to go to our email. I just got something that came in right before we started the show. Like 20 minutes before we started the show, I got a new email that came in that says, uh, your show is the subject line. And it says, you may think you're funny. You may think bashing other shows, talking about what you don't like, make a good podcast. I don't. But that's your perspective. However, calling women drunken whores and mocking people with autism, mocking families of missing persons, attacking women's appearance makes you a misogynist. One of you mentioned your wife. I feel very bad for her. You've crossed lines that decent human beings don't cross. Discussing content you don't enjoy is one thing. You've taken your show, wait, you've taken your show at a racist, intolerant, and disturbing level. I guess that should say 2A racist intolerant and disturbing level that that word racist gets thrown around a lot huh holy shit yeah, I, I think everything I is, that is racist with, now i know I, I don't know what that has to do with anything i mean yeah there's a lot of reasons to hate us for uh the vanish podcast but racism i guess wouldn't be one that i would put on there um we did get an, an email that came in where somebody said, just listen to your episode on The Vanished. Hilarious and well done. Unlike most, you guys still retain a sense of humor in these ridiculously politically correct times. Keep up the great work. So uh, thanks, Tony. I, I do appreciate that feedback because, yeah, it does seem like uh, most people really dislike us quite a bit. But I've, I've got a couple questions I wanted to ask you, and I don't yeah. know if you got time to answer. but uh, Of course. What's uh, going on? So – have you ever went back and listened to shows that you've bashed and and then turns out that you enjoy them? Yeah. Uh, oh, that's a good question. A show that I bash and now I enjoy. Um, I will say that uh, the Higher Side Chats is a show that I go back and listen to. I don't know that we bashed it too much, although the one that we listened to was pretty ridiculous. Uh, so that would be an example of one that I, I, I still uh, subscribe to and listen to from time to time. But for the most part... The shows that I've bashed, I've pretty much um, never gone back to listen to. <laughs> All right. I was just curious. <laughs> are you are you asking if I'm still listening to Who's Right? Is that what the so, question is? No, I, I picked up pretty early on that that you weren't a fan. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Guys, everybody, check out Who's Right. Uh, actually, why don't, uh, be, before we lose all of our uh, our listeners, because nobody cares about next week's teaser, do you want to talk about where they can find your show? Yeah, just go to Who's Right Podcast.com. I got me and my buddy Anthony will uh, do our best to entertain you. Uh, I'm worried about <laughs> Anthony and his health. What's going on with that guy? I mean, every time he laughs, he sounds like he's coughing up a lung. Is, is he a heavy smoker? What, what's the deal? No, he's never smoked a cigarette. He's uh he's got bad asthma, oh, and it okay. seems to kick it kicks in when he starts laughing. Yeah. And as you're aware, I am very funny, and I make him laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you make him laugh a lot, and yeah. it is a lot of coughing that's going on. If he had a cough button, it would just always be on. Oh yeah, so yeah, that's that's a whole different fucking conversation. But um, <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. All Go right, on. so uh, let's let's talk about this now, Doug. We've uh, we've reviewed the flat Earth conspiracy pretty thoroughly. I think we played like eighty clips from that. We talked about recent negative reviews on iTunes. There were a bunch of those. Um, we even did a plug for Who's Right, the podcast that you co-host with Anthony. So you know what that means? It means that it's time for the you familiar with this part of the show, Doug? I think this is the part of the show with endless possibilities. Yes. Oh, my God. Finally, someone who gets it. <laughs> You've listened to this show and you're thinking, I, like, I agree I told with you these I'm guys. A fan. I, well, yeah, I love that. Because you listen to our show and you agree with the people on iTunes. You're like, these people are racist assholes. Why would I ever want to listen to another show? And then you hear this part and you go, whoa, this next episode might actually be good. And that's why we do this. Uh, so I'll be honest with you. I really had no interest in co-hosting this episode with you. Okay. But this was the only way I knew how to be the first person to see who was going to be on the teaser for next week. <laughs> Very good, then. Uh, wow, this, that was a lot of work in order to figure out. So this is your favorite part of the show. Yes, absolutely. I knew it. This is everyone's favorite part of the show. It's all I see on Twitter is everyone going, oh, my God, just get to the teaser. Get to the teaser. That's the best part. Because just like you said, anything can happen. We don't know what we're about to play. We don't know what we're about to hear. It could be the most amazing thing to ever happen. Unlikely, but possible. So here is a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing next week. We've just finished shooting, I should say, let me correct myself, uh, the movie that we've been so diligently working on, The Grumpiest Old Men. Grumpiest the Old Men. Yeah, the, the, it's, a, it's kind of a soft reboot of the Grumpy Men saga. Mm -hmm. uh, it's in been, a mumblecore aesthetic. In a, it's got a kind of a mumblecore docudrama aesthetic. Uh -huh. uh, it, you know, it's been going great. We shot, we, we finished production. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we had uh, Bill Macy and uh, Bill Hader in. They were doing a great job. Um, you know, we screened it uh, for some test audiences. Mm -hmm. and, in um, uh, Santa Monica. In Santa Monica, that's right, at the, uh, at the old Pantages in Santa Monica. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I gotta tell you, wasn't great. All right, this is a show called Just a Bill, the Just a Bill podcast. The episode we'll be listening to is from December 4th, 2017, entitled Bill Belichick. And let me read you the note that we got suggesting that we do this show from Tim. Tim says, hey, my improv teacher and drinking buddy, David Howe, does a comedy podcast with another teacher down at the New Movement Theater in Austin, Texas. The premise is that both of the hosts are named Bill, and they only interview celebrities named Bill. It's actually pretty funny. And besides production value, I'd like to see how you dump on it. Love WATP, thanks. So right there, and I haven't listened to the show yet, but right there it scares me. As soon as you tell me that there's improv, first off, if you're an improv comic, boo. But if you're an improv teacher, holy shit, I could really do without you. I, I fucking hate improv comedy. It's the lowest form of comedy possibly available. Yes, yes and? It, huh, it's, it's funny because I said fire station and then now the scene is in a fire station. Is it? Is that why it's funny? Fucking garbage. So um, I could tell right off the bat the way these guys are talking about their movie that they just produced and how it got negative reviews. It's just going to be one of these snore fests where they're, they're trying to crack each other up. So, uh, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. I'm not selling this well, am I? <laughs> no, I'm already out. <laughs> You're like, all right, Flatter, well, that's the, probably the that's last WATP. That's the shitty part about the teaser is is you sit there and wait for it, and you wait for it, and you wait for it, <laughs> and then it's like, out. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, you know, endless possibilities, and a lot of times that possibility is garbage. 
uh well doug i want to thank you very much for joining us on the show i had a blast and i had a good uh, time thank you hopefully we can do this again sometime yeah i would like that uh not if it's a three-hour fucking show oh my god never again never again with a three-hour show so please i I wanted to make one point real quick so again this is to the damn listener yours that suggested this andrew Um, andrew from michigan andrew andrew from michigan go fuck yourself the uh (laughs) It's a three-hour show. We each pulled over 20 clips, and not once did we step on each other with them. Can Holy you believe shit. that? You're exactly right. That's never happened before. <laughs> you that's, think that's... about the content that was going on, too, with all the nonsense they were babbling, you would think we would have all the exact same clips. Right. All right. Look at that, Doug. Not bad for, for our first time. Yeah. Um, all right. So with that, I want to thank you for listening and I ask you to please join us again next week because it might be the episode where we find out once and for all who are these podcasts. Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense.